1: This is WWJ All Local. The rumor mill churning overnight in Ann Arbor. More indications now that University of Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh could be headed back to the NFL. Live at the sports desk is News Radio 950's Chris Fillar. Chris?
2: Good morning, Jason. Reporters trying to find a way into the mind of Jim Harbaugh, as they seem to do every year, but this seems like the most realistic opportunity yet for the Michigan coach to find his way back into the National Football League. Harbaugh beating Ohio State, winning an Indy, and earning a spot in the college playoffs, but per a report by Bruce Feldman of The Athletic, if the Raiders come calling, sources close to coach believe that he would jump at the opportunity to return to the pros. When he was with the 49ers, Harbaugh put up a record of 44-19-1 with an appearance in the Super Bowl. That Resume alone is enough to believe a team like Las Vegas would be interested in his services. We know there have been conversations between Harbaugh and the school on a possible contract extension and more money. The question is, what exactly does he want? And that is the multi-million-dollar question that we're waiting to see answered. Chris Falar, WWJ News Radio, nine fifty.
0: Some of the University of Michigan athletes who will benefit from the $490 million sex abuse lawsuit settlement say the deal will not stop them from camping outside the president's house in Ann Arbor. Let's go live to WWJ's Charlie Langdon for the story, Charlie.
3: Yeah, good morning, Roberta. Well, I'll tell you what, the $490 million settlement will be divided by the 60 attorneys that represent the more than 1,000 survivors of sexual abuse by the late Dr. Robert Anderson. Now, 98% of those survivors must agree on the settlement. But attorney Mike Cox, who represents 174 survivors, says that the settlement may not have even happened had it not been for one survivor in particular. And quite frankly, it was people like John Vaughn. Uh, sitting out in front of the president's house that kept the, the media attention on at people like you paying attention in the public. Yeah, uh, John Vaughn uh, camped out 100 days in front of uh, former President Schlissel's house. Now, I have just found out that um, uh, John Vaughn has no intention of quitting his Uh, protest against the University of Michigan. He has he had surgery on Friday and John DeLuca uh, will uh, take his place in front of the president's house uh, so that they can continue their campaign. Not so much about the settlement but it's about the way the University of Michigan deals with stopping sexual abuse on campus. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio 950.
1: Wow, what a wild scene in Hamtramck. A police chase damaging several homes and Leaving at least one family wondering what to do next. It all happened overnight on Norwalk Street near Conant. A single mother and her four young kids were inside the home at the time, and that's when she was told by police that they need to find another place to live because of damage to the home's foundation. The Chowdhury's are without a car or home insurance and are now setting up a GoFundMe page to help cover expenses. Another home next door was also damaged. No injuries reported last night. The suspect was arrested.
0: There's a shortage of nurses now during the pandemic. How are they going to fix that? Here's the report from Henry Ford Health System and what they're doing. Henry Ford Health System has about 1,000 RN vacancies. Recruiting nurses from the Philippines is one way they're working to fill the void. Eric Wallace is senior vice president and chief nursing officer for the health system. He says they expect the first group of nurses to arrive as early as this
2: summer.
1: Our plan right now is
2: to uh, bring those folks on in a cohort fashion, 20 to 50 uh, nurses at a time at each one of our hospitals, one hospital at a time.
0: The demand for nurses has increased up to 245 percent through this pandemic, according to data from the American Hospital Association. From the Delta Dental Health Desk, Dr. Deanna lights WWJ News Radio 950.
1: Well, the pandemic is delivering a final blow to a very popular event for inventors and innovators in Metro Detroit. WWJ's Mike Campbell is here, joining us live to tell us the Maker Fair Detroit program is now canceled. Right, Mike?
0: Yeah, it was on a two-year hiatus due to COVID restrictions, Jason, but now the Maker Fair Detroit program at the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation is canceled. Officials say it's too labor and time intensive. To continue, Bill as the largest two-day festival in the Midwest dedicated to unconventional ingenuity, unbridled creativity, and forward thinking. The Maker Fair featured crafts and innovations like paper rockets, battling robots, and even a giant cupcake on wheels. It attracted more than 20,000 visitors on the last weekend in July each year, many of them parents giving their kids a real-life view into the science, technology, engineering, and mathematics or STEM career possibilities. Henry Ford officials also saying they're canceling this year's Civil War remembrance, again, just to take a time to reassess and reevaluate post pandemic. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together
3: on the 8th, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on radio.com or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.